0: Justin Bedford alongside Noah Russo. How you doing this week, buddy?
1: Oh, I'm tired, but hanging in there.
0: Yeah, I feel that. I feel that kind yeah, of the same. Yeah. I mean, we weren't able to record on the weekend, so we're we we decided we had to get an episode out obviously before the trade deadline. Um, so we're just making the cut. We're doing it Thursday night. <laughs> um, and then I'll like immediately release it. Um, Panthers currently playing, by the way. Um But yeah, the good news is that there's been a lot going on since our last episode around the league, um, which is great. Gives us a lot of different things we can talk about, but we're still going to try to keep this one somewhat short, and then we'll do a longer kind of recap episode after the trade deadline, probably next Wednesday to have it drop on the Thursday. Um, So hopefully we're able to do that. Um, But I think with regards to the Panthers, before we get into the trade deadline stuff, I think we should probably talk about the biggest Panthers-related kind of piece of news from the last week and a bit, um, which is Spencer Knight entering the NHL's player assistance program. Obviously, we know none of the details. Um, all we know is that he's in the program, and whenever he's cleared, he will assumably be back with the team. Um, what are your thoughts just kind of on the whole situation there?
1: You just kind of feel for the guy. You hope that everything, like obviously, everything's not okay, but you hope everything is is okay. <laughs> I'm not sure. How to, I don't. I think know it's one of those ones it. where it's
0: like, I first of all, I, like my initial reaction was kind of just like shock because it's not something you see
1: coming. Right? Ever. It came out of complete left field. Right. Like it just like we knew he was hurt and like this and that, but like you didn't expect that. No, you you, you,
0: you never see that kind of thing coming, and I think really the the only kind of reaction that you're just kind of happy he's getting the help he needs for whatever Mm -hmm. he's going through is really exactly. And however long that takes is how long it'll take. It's just kind of good that, you know, a the league has this program and players are, are using it, um, which is great. Um, and yeah, you kind of just hope that he he gets
1: the help he needs. Exactly. And like, you you're not even concerned about a timeline you just hope he gets better it's it's that it's that kind of thing where you just you, you put hockey aside and you're just you're, you're caring about a person you're caring about the individual and yeah, like yeah he's a person first. That's 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 the focus right you can't even think about hockey in this situation yeah
0: exactly you know his his health and his well-being as a human being comes first before playing hockey, it has to. Um, Mm -hmm. And so obviously I'm sure, you know, like as fans, we all miss him with the team, even though, you know, it hasn't been the best year for him, but I think everyone's, you know, always been kind of rooting for him. Right. And wants him to succeed.
1: Yeah. And it hasn't been
0: an easy year for him.
1: And he's so young, right? Yeah. Like he's younger than us. Like it's, it's kind of, it's it's kind of scary to think about, to be honest.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, usually when you see players, and with regards to this program, it's kind of veteran guys that have been around a while. It's not often you see a young, young player like Spencer Knight entering the program, and you just kind of hope that, you know, he'll get back at some point. And in the meantime, the the Panthers will, you know, will carry on without him. And, yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of it. Anthony DeClaire, by the way, back as well, looking good. Yeah.
1: Yeah, scored a goal in his uh, game back. It was an empty netter, but a goal is a goal.
0: It was a goal. Just nice to have him back. I think you know another thing: we're coming back from an injury like that. Bad injury, the Achilles. Yeah. Um. So just kind of glad he's been able to get back, and the team can, you know, maybe make a push here for a playoff spot. Who knows? Um, as we know, it's very crowded there in that for those two wild card spots in the Eastern Conference. Um, and with that being said, I mean, we have seen a lot of moves over the last week and a half leading up to the trade deadline from around the league. Um, it's been interesting because there are some teams when you look at the standings that are in the mix for that wild card spot that have kind of just like almost like checked down and sold. Right. I,
1: like, and, and like the reason for that is like this upcoming draft is legitimately supposed to be very, very deep. Yeah. And I think. There are kind of teams who are. There's some teams I think who are
0: kind of, you know, they're in the mix for those wild card spots, where they look at it and they say, "We're not good enough to win this year, right? We might be mm-hmm. good enough to get in, but we're not good enough to win this year. Let's look to the future. Let's make some moves, you know, get some assets back for a, a couple of guys. Like you look at like what Washington did. Um, and getting think, rid of guys. I think you
1: can put Washington, Nashville. St. Louis, to a lesser extent, just because I think they were less in it than those two teams. Yeah. Um, but those are the three teams that that really jump out at me that are like, yeah, we even if we didn't make it, there was no way we could even compete with this arms race, so might as well just kind of um cover our losses. Um, so I respected it a tremendous amount. I think that it it takes a lot to I. It's true that to a certain extent, anything can happen in the playoffs, but at the same time, it, you've got to know if you even have a shot or not. Yeah. And I think it's it's great self awareness from these teams to just say, "Hey, like, yeah, anything could happen, but it's probably not going to happen." So
0: yeah. Well, and then you have like Detroit might who as sh- well. shipped away Filiprovnik.
1: Yeah, yeah. Detroit, I think, is a great example. Gave up on Bertuzzi um which i mean that whether he re-signed in detroit i think was up to personal interpretation um but yeah same there detroit um but detroit's in the same category as st louis they were just kind of less in it than those than than washington and, yeah. and nashville right they're
0: less in it but they were like at a different stage where like they're rebuilding, Philip Ronick's like a pretty good young defenseman, maybe a guy you'd like to keep, but I think when you see the offer Vancouver gave him, you kind of have to say yes.
1: You have to say yes, and you have to remember that his qualifying offer after next season is $5.8 million.
0: Which I know Vancouver would love to do.
1: Uh, which, Vancouver, and if, you're, if you're ownership, you don't really care about the salary cap, which in my opinion is not a way to go, um, but... Yeah, like, and, and sorry, I'm just looking at the standings. Detroit was probably even more in it than than uh, Nashville and, and uh, Washington um, just because of the games in hand they had. Um, but, yeah, like, that that's a move that the Roneck trade, if we can talk about it for a couple minutes here, um, I did not see that coming it, from Detroit's point of view. But also from Vancouver's point of view, like I, I didn't really get it to a certain extent. Well,
0: but... what, like, what even is Vancouver, right? Like, what are they like, as a team? That's the thing. Like to be clear, I'll, I'll outline the trade. By the way, they gave up a, uh, a first and a second for Hironik and a fourth.
1: What, like, what are you doing? It's kind of baffling, and Hironik's injured. Is he coming back this season? I don't know. I'm no clue. Um, so it's. I don't really get it because Vancouver pretty much came out and said, we're going to tank. Yeah. Like they didn't say it, but everyone thought it. Yeah. So to, to make a hockey deal like that just seemed a little peculiar to me. And yes, you're kind of looking down the road and, and you probably, you, you probably slots in as your second best defenseman after Quinn Hughes. Um, like it's good, I guess, but like I don't, I don't know if I get it. But they're they're putting themselves in a position to maybe succeed. Yeah, it's just like, but yeah, they're so weird, like
0: because they're just like they're capped out. They're not very good. They have some good young players. They have some terrible contracts. I don't know how you, I don't know how you make that team a contender without making it worse first. To be honest.
1: Yeah, I was. I was actually. I think this was on Sportsnet actually, and I I can't remember who was talking, and I might have been Cassie Campbell, and it might have been BXR. Yeah, they they don't have any like strong leader, veteran leadership. No, like they kind of had that in Bo Horvat, and then yeah. they traded him away, and now like you look at their forward, like even their entire team, it's just like you don't really have a guy that's been there that can still play at a high level and that, like, the only guy would be JT Miller. And I was going to say, what, my
0: counterpoint would be JT Miller.
1: And we all know the impact that he has on that team.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I like, they're just, to me, a mess. 100%. In, in my opinion, one of the worst position teams in the league. Yeah. Because, <clears throat> like, the teams that are bad, that are, like, actively tanking, allegedly, not according to Gary Bettman, right, like, they're bad, but they have, like, you can see how they're going to get better. I don't know what Vancouver's path is. The other team I'd throw in the same boat would be one of the only teams that hasn't made a trade so far this deadline, the Philadelphia Flyers.
1: Okay, but leave it up to Chuck Fletcher to do whatever in his power to just make sure that the Flyers look bad. Like, what what are they? I, you know, and we heard, I, I'm sure you heard the rumors too of... um. Of, uh, what's his name? Kevin Hayes. Yeah. I, I still remember when they traded for his UFA rights.
0: Yeah, they gave up a lot for it, too. They did. Yeah, it was.
1: And then they signed him to that monstrous deal. Yeah. Which, by the way, if we want to talk about monstrous deals, David Posternock signing eight years, $11.25 million a year. And, and people are, like, saying that it's a ton of money. Which it is.
0: I was gonna say. But it's can not. we
1: just take can Can we just take into account that that's in eight years he's gonna make ninety million dollars, and a guy like if you look at any other sport, like Patrick Mahomes, is gonna make that in two seasons. Yeah, it's how like, like that's just crazy to me.
0: Yeah, sorry. Hold on, I'm a bit distracted right now. I'm looking back through like. It's so so, okay, Chuck. I
1: can I can keep ranting about random trade deadline stuff. I'm
0: just looking back through some of Chuck Fletcher's, like, moves.
1: They they have not been good. Trading How for... is Rasmus Ristolainen panning out?
0: Do you, remember, do you remember when they... No, it was not just Ristolainen. It's that they, like, shipped out Shane Goss, Bear brought in Ristolainen, Tony D'Angelo, and Ryan Ellis. And were like, boom, we've done it. And Ryan Ellis got hurt, like, immediately. Yeah, I think he just might be, like, done... Rasmus yeah. ristol and is, like, a negative on the ice. Tony D'Angelo is a
1: negative off. <laughs> like, uh, I, it, it, No, that's... I, I completely agree with you that Philadelphia, I mean, you've got to do something. You've got to do something. Especially in the position you're in, that you're not going anywhere this season. Yeah. It's... I mean, it's only going to be a matter of time before a guy like Carter Hart starts asking out. And, like, Carter Hart could very well be the next John Gibson that we just hear about trade rumors forever.
0: Yeah. He might just be that guy. He just gets stuck in a black hole.
1: And for the record, John Gibson still hasn't been moved and probably won't be. No, probably never.
0: Ducks Lifer. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk about a couple of the big moves that got made because there were some big names that were, like, rumored to be getting moved. They finally went. Um, I'm talking first up, Patty Kane to the New York Rangers. Do you like the deal? I mean, and for who?
1: Do I have a choice? Like, I well, love the deal for the Rangers. The range, I, I can't believe the Rangers gave up like oh, basically nothing. The Blackhawks had zero leverage. Yeah. Like, it, it honestly just sounded like Kyle Davidson said. Hey, like called up uh who GM in uh, New York, Chris Drury. Is yeah. is Chris Drury the GM or the president? Uh GM I think. Okay. Um called him up, said, Hey, Patty wants to come to you, give me a first and we'll make it work.
0: Yeah, it's it's one of those ones where it's like I mean, like if you're the Blackhawks, you're you're in a bad spot because you like Patty came up after this year, right? So you're gonna lose him for nothing anyways. Right, no point in resigning him with where you're at, and the only place he really wanted to go was New York, and so like you just you get anything as opposed to nothing, and what they got was not much, but it's something. And, and you know,
1: it's the, the the Patty Kane is kind of a, a I don't know if you you plan on talking about this trade after is a polar opposite of the quick trade in L A. The quick trade in L A. is at its purest, it is. Hockey is a business.
0: Yeah, it's pretty ruthless.
1: Chicago, Pat- Patrick Kane, at its purest, it was, I'm just trying to do right by the guy. And if that means I get seward, so be it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the Jonathan Quick one, I was, yeah, I was
1: going to talk about that one. Um,
0: I'm surprised Jonathan Quick got moved and then moved again.
1: I'm not was, surprised he got
0: moved the second time. No, but I'm surprised he got moved at all.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think you saw it coming, eh? Like, no, it
0: just like wasn't like rumored around it, and like I thought, you know, like.
1: But you want to know what I I I applaud the Kings for doing it. Yeah,
0: I think they maybe like. It sounds
1: like he was pretty blindsided by it. Could they it have done that? Sucks. A it really does. But You've got a an aging guy. That is probably like could argue it was on the last season in the NHL. Like, I don't know what he's going to do next, but I mean, very reminiscent of kind of um, like, not to the same extent, but it reminds me of the Flurry trade. Which Flurry trade? Like, when Flurry got moved to Chicago for nothing. Yeah. Like, obviously, Flurry had just won the Vezina and like, he was still very good. But like in the same way, it's just like, whoa, like, what are you doing? I sorry, that the more I think about it, the less of a good comparison that is because Flurry was much better and could actually like still play and like but I, I like the landing spot. I like him in Vegas. Yeah, I like him in Vegas.
0: I think it's a bit weird for me because that's a move for the Kings that like you bring in Corpus Alo because you, you, you want to be a playoff team, you want good goaltending in the playoffs, right? And you think Corpus Al is better than Quick at this stage of their careers? But like, if I'm L. A., am I like really like
1: buying at the deadline at this stage of our rebuild as a team? I don't no, know. No, and can can we remember that? I mean, they they're their second string now because Corpus Al is going to be by default the starter. Who is like he wasn't? He wasn't even on the NHL roster at the start of the season. Is it Phoenix Copley? It's Phoenix Copley. Good goalie. Good name. Cal Petterson's somewhere buried in the miners. Yeah, he's ooh. fell off. Ooh, was he ever on? <laughs> That's the question. He was on enough to get a contract. Oh, that, that doesn't mean much. <laughs> but you know, it's just it's a weird, weird situation. So yeah, like polar opposite of the patty cane deal so i love the patty cane deal for the rangers i can't believe they were able to to use that leverage to that extent and pay so yeah little. yeah um, I, I
0: agree so um, so
1: yeah yeah that's my yeah and then the last the last big one i want
0: to talk about is uh jacob to ottawa
1: boy am i glad arizona didn't get nearly as much as they wanted to i just like it, it's so underwhelming for a return right I don't think it's that bad to be honest. Like I, 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 think that like because of the rumors and because of all of that, like there was a lot of, I like I'd argue that Chicken might have been overhyped, because of like the asking price.
0: I just think like there's he's been in the speculation for so long, right? And you finally move him in. Like I think I think Arizona made a mistake. I think they waited too long. I think they overplayed their hand.
1: 100 percent i completely agree and i think ottawa played a big a big reason for that we thought you're frozen
0: well shoot hold on we'll see if we can get the feedback are you back now you were frozen you were frozen. No, you were frozen, I swear. All my
1: life, you were frozen. I could still hear you. That's because I was talking. I said that it wasn't frozen. No, I could hear you, but you're... Anyways. Bill Armstrong. Like... They're money th- laundering. They're money... They're mo- exactly. And, like, if we could, like, extend this conversation about the chicken trade to more of Arizona in general, is you, you mentioned Batman earlier, and... Uh, but like the NHL came out and said, we're going to be highly scrutinizing trades that have that whose trades whose aim are to circumvent the cap. Right. Yeah. And of course, they meant that in the sense that um, like the Nyquist trade that like it's not sure if he's going to come back in the regular season. And then you take him off of IR in the playoffs doesn't count against the cap fine but if you're gonna say we're gonna scrutinize those trades you've got to also scrutinize other trades that are circum that have for aim of circumventing the cap like the jacob Voracek trade that are just you were trading for some somebody whose hockey career is over yeah it's just
0: yeah it's a bit absurd um what arizona is doing like i like they're getting a lot of heat for it online to be fair but like and probably deservedly so, but like they're playing by the rules.
1: Exactly, you can't. And that that I'm it's I'm just, not blaming. That might I actually I, Embarrassing. I commend them for for taking. In my opinion, they're taking advantage of the system right now because they're getting a ton of picks, but it's risky. Like it's risky, the, and you look
0: at like the team that are icing, the arena they play in. Like, how is that an NHL team?
1: Exactly. Like the whole point of the salary cap is to like put everyone on the same level. Right? You have a floor, you have a minimum, you have a maximum. The point is that you want everyone to be paying that much for the players they put on the ice. Yeah. And Arizona's uh, just not doing that and it's they're they're abusing the system is what they're doing.
0: Yeah, I agree. But, you know, Fair enough. Um, last thing here before we go into our ad read, I want to know what your best and worst deal a team has made from the trade deadline. Oof. One trade where you're like that's awful, either the return or what they got, and one trade where you're like, can we
1: can can we go into ad and then I, so I can think about it just for a sec?
0: Okay, I'll go I'll go into the ad read and then I'll, yeah. I'll come back to you. You 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 oh, let, let that one sink in. I'm
1: gonna just let it marinate.
0: And I will let our listeners know about DraftKings Sportsbook. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer with tons of way to bet on all your favorite sports. You can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now at DraftKings Sportsbook, they are giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000. And if it doesn't win, you get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more, plus same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props, your betting options feel endless. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, make your first deposit, and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That is promo code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Okay, Noah, we're back. You've had some time. What are you thinking? If you want, you know, I, and you need more
1: time, I can also say mine. I think you could like just looking at it. I think you could argue the Patrick Kane deal is probably the most underwhelming one. I think it's like if you. But just I look feel at like at that's kind value, of the, it's underwhelming. The, yeah, that that might be easy, too
0: easy. Well, in the context of it of like they didn't really have any leverage. Yeah. Kind of like I get it. Um for me, the worst deal a a team's made has been the absolute mountain Tampa Bay gave up for Tanner Janelle. Yes. Like
1: yes. that's insanity. Like Now, now I hate the deal, but I love the explanation. Yeah, the explanation was good. Because uh, for anybody who didn't hear the explanation from Brisebois is that the probability of those picks that he traded away helping his team make the, like, win another Stanley Cup this season, next season, and the season after was zero. There was no chance a pick was going to help them. However, Tyler's you not really like for,
0: for me, it, it's an opportunity guy? cost thing. Like, I don't care. You've given up all these picks, but to get that and only that, right? Like, cause it's not just, you spent all these assets to get Tanner's, you know, it's now you don't have those assets to go out and get someone else. And I don't care that much because it's Tampa Bay and we don't like them. So I'm glad they do that. Right. And I know they do this every year and I was like, it doesn't matter if you win the cup and then, you know, sometimes they do win it, you know? whether, you know, it's in a bubble and it's got an asterisk or not, right? But to me, like, a first, a second, a third, a fourth, a fifth, and Cal Foot, a former first-round pick, for Tanner Janot, who's got, like, he had a great year last season. This season, he has been downright average. Did like, he really have
1: that great of a year, though? Last year? Yeah. I think he
0: was a rookie, right?
1: Yeah.
0: I think he had a good year. I think you say it's. A yeah, career. I think
1: that. Well, I think he was technically a rookie, but it wasn't his well, first season in the league. Yeah, it was his first like rookie, like eligible. Yeah. And obviously older. And it was bigger. his Michael Bunting twenty-five year old year. Yeah, but for
0: me, like that's that's w- so much to give up, so so much to give up for just ten like Tanner. You no, you look at any other trade that's been made following that one, and what teams have gotten, what they've given up. I think teams have gotten way better players. Way better I, deals for way less. I
1: think I think that you, like to answer your original question, which trade did I like the the least? Is you can kind of group them into saying that like the earlier trades were bad. Uh, A lot of the trades that came at the beginning, you look back on and you're like, "Whoa!" Like for the same amount, they could have like they could have gotten this, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think the hindsight of it, and I get like there's other factors, like some teams can't fit certain
0: caps, you know, into their team and, and things like that. Um, for me, though, also one of the, be- one of the best trades, I think, um, and it is also one of the earlier ones, was Boston getting Dmitry Orlov and Garnet Hathaway for Craig Smith, a first, a second, a third. It's a lot to give up. But if you've watched Boston play the last three games with Dmitry Orlov, he has been unbelievable for them. Garnet I mean, Hathaway gives them
1: toughness. You- he played. He played his first game on Tuesday. Uh, yeah, on Tuesday against the Flames, and it took him all of like 10-15 minutes to score his first goal, and then he scored another one in the later. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, later in the he's... game. Was it? But was it in the first period? No. Uh. No. I it it was... might have been. It might. It wasn't the first. It was the second. Right. Like it was. It was the second he first he scored the first and second goal and then assisted on the third which by the way I don't know if you watched that game what a what a bonehead play by um Nikita Zadorov to on absolutely defense. wipe
0: out Manje Japony
1: just on the pk decides he's going to like try and lay the body on um Jake DeBrusk on Jake DeBrusk and just ends up taking out Majapani in the process, giving up a three on on one essentially, and surprise, surprise, Boston tied it yeah. in like, a game I, that the Flames should have one hundred percent won.
0: Yeah, I, mean, I love like you watch like you watch Jake Dubrasck on that play, and he knows he's about to get absolutely wiped out, but he's like, but he knows in his head like that like the play is there to be made. He got uh, it's not Yeah, it's not like he had like his head down and he got caught. It was like he had his head up, fully saw the door coming. Manjiapani's coming on the other side, and he's like, "Yep, I'm just gonna slide it over there, get destroyed."
1: And you know what trade? You know what trade I did not like? Let's hear it. The Barbashev trade. Yeah, like
0: like thing is, there's been a lot of trades. Like we like we could be here for hours going through every single trade. There's been so
1: so many of them. Um, like just because was- the Barbichev trade, like, was one of the rare trades we've seen where a prospect actually got dealt. It it has been a pros- one for one, like a legit prospect. Yeah,
0: yeah, not just some random AHL guy. Yeah, yeah, I, I was an interesting one that kind of flew under the radar because then, like, pretty soon after that, Meyer went, and then Tanner Janow went, and that's you know the way it goes. But um, yeah,
1: I think, I think that unanimously, I can agree that the Geno trade was just downright bad. And I I think it's one of those trades that even if Tampa Bay wins the cup this year, they would have to win the cup for the next three seasons. Realistically. Yeah. For it not to be a bad trade.
0: Yeah. Um. As for other trades I liked, um, I like the at-home trade for Edmonton. I think that's exactly the player they need, and I think Tyson. Were you Berry, surprised?
1: Were you surprised to see Tyson Berry go the other way? Um, uh, like yes and no, because
0: I think to make the money work, someone had to go, and it was going to be like if you look at the that roster and their construction, like that's where the money is. That's the only player making enough of a cap hit. Like it, it was him or Warren Fogle, and Warren Fogle doesn't really have any value, you no, does he? <laughs> right. Like you look at the bad money on that team, and Tyson Berry was great. Like. I don't like the logic too. Like the reality is like Tyson Barrett's is great on the power play, right? Mm-hmm. Terrible five on five, at home, complete opposite. Gives you more size and physicality, but you know there are some people who didn't. I saw like on Twitter didn't like it. They're like, why would you get rid of the quarterback of the best power play in the league? And the answer is that he really isn't that important to that power play. as evident by their first game without him. When they had a power play versus the Leafs yesterday and scored twenty eight seconds into it, precisely right. Like you, you could put one of those like passing like things there and just bounce it off of it. Yeah, like that's pretty much what it is. Um, like so, a little bit surprised, but not too, too surprised. And I think Edmonton is guys who can like very easily make those plays on the power play. That's when I liked. I like the Devils getting Timo Meyer. Monster trade. So many assets. Don't want to read them all. So no, me neither. I, maybe either. I the,
1: the, some of those some of those players I don't even know who they are. Yeah, and I will never know who they are.
0: I know I saw one tweet it was like the person who loves this like trade the most is like the devil's play by play guy. <laughs> 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 like I,
1: I mean, yeah, I, I, I like that. It's gonna be interesting to see if if Meyer tests free agency or if he resigns. Yeah,
0: I think he will resign though. <laughs> Because because of Nico Heischer,
1: I think so too. And he's there's no player like him on that team. He's gonna have an important role. And Nico Heischer, fellow Swiss. Swiss I don't know. Student, I mean, you say Swiss there's no guy. player
0: like them on that team, but I'm pretty sure they have Jesper Bokvist, who is, if you watch them, you you could not tell that much of a difference.
1: I mean, to a certain extent, I suppose, if you really want to make that argument.
0: Yeah, in certain plays, like in transition,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> roughly the uh, same profile.
1: Um. So yeah, I, I. You know, I. It's. It. We've gotten to a point here on Thursday night with, well, how many hours left? Like, twelve? No, less, more than that. Like, fifteen hours left in the, um, uh, left till the deadline. We've gotten to a point where it's like, who else can get traded? And, like. What can teams give up to go get players?
0: Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure before we started recording, Max Domi got traded to Dallas. Yes,
1: yes, I, 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 I knew that that was gonna happen. It just had not happened yet.
0: Um, yeah. but you bring up a great point of like we have trade deadline coverage all day tomorrow. I will be watching intently as I do every year. Nothing's
1: nothing's gonna happen because nothing can happen because no one's left. I, I. I would give a lot of money to be in James Duthie's head right now being like, what the heck am I going to like talk about tomorrow? It's They're going to have so many bits ready for just it's, the most underwhelming Trade Center episode of it's all It's
0: going to be like three hours of them just using a golf simulator. <laughs> like, that's usually what it is. It's like, oh, it's been like three hours since we've had a trade. Let's bust out the driver and see how far... Like, oh,
1: can hit it. That's like, usually what they do. Exactly. So, I, yeah, that's, those are the real losers and all in this entire like yeah. situation is that they, yeah, they, um, that, that's the part that really sucks.
0: Now, that being said, do you see the Panthers doing anything before the deadline, either as buyers or sellers? What do you think they could do? What do you think they should do? I,
1: I, I... To be honest, right now, it's hard to imagine them doing anything.
0: It is. It is. Oh, you froze again. But that's okay. I will carry on without you. I do agree. I think it is hard to imagine the Panthers doing much just because of the situation they're in with the cap. And, I mean, you're in that spot where you could... Oh, you're back. Okay, good. I carried on without you. You were frozen, though. No, you were frozen, so that's a lie. Um, That's not true. Um, Yeah, I think that, like they're in a weird spot because like, they don't have the cap room to really do much in terms of buying anything. They could sell, right, and kind of look at next season, which wouldn't be too bad, but they're not in that much of a cap situation next year with some of the money coming off the books, right? Like, they already will have some room next year.
1: Yeah, if I see them do anything, it's from a sell- seller's standpoint.
0: And who are you looking to sell? Give me some names.
1: Just give me one momento, por favor. Like, I don't know. If somebody wants to like give up a sixth round pick for Colin White, feel free.
0: Yeah, like okay. Anyone in the bot like anyone wants Eric Stahl. Any Mark Stahl, anyone. Mark Stahl yeah. has playoff experience. Just good. Eric Stahl has a cup, which is easily worth a third.
1: There there is actually one guy. I can very much see being traded and this is, I'm I'm looking at the roster and this is probably the only guy I think can get traded. Who is it? Radko Gudis.
0: So Radko Gudis, I think there's three names where I'm probably not actively shopping anyone, but if someone calls on a, a couple of guys, I'm going to listen and Radko Gudis would be one of those guys. Because I think, I think people will be willing to spend for him. I think teams will spend for him in that type of defenseman, and I think the Panthers right now, they're already going to have cap room next year, but if they can add even more cap room and add some assets back, they should definitely look at doing that. As much as I love Radko Gudis, I think if you can recoup some assets for, like, for him, you should do it and clear out some money. The other two guys that if a team called and they were going to give me a pretty good offer for them, I would look at Sam Bennett and Sam Reinhardt.
1: Yeah, that like those are the two other guys. But, I mean, like, in Bennett's in in Bennett's situation, we're talking about term. In both. But but yeah yes but like, Bennett has one more season than Reinhardt. Yes. Um. In Reinhardt, like, the Panthers would have to retain, or they'd have to go through Arizona. Well, they can't because I think Arizona's used up all their like loopholes. So that's why I just, I can't see, I can't see Reinhardt getting moved. I could
0: see Reinhardt moved if you took bad, a bad contract with one year. Yeah.
1: On. Yeah. And that's what I have a tougher time. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I, I don't think so. And honestly, I, I hope Bill Zito like, doesn't trade Radko Gudas just because like he's the butcher and like he's just he's yeah. kind of a he's a he's a dying breed of player that just plays a very physical game, so that's, I, yeah I I don't want to see him be moved but I do think teams would be most likely to overpay for him so I'd be okay,
0: yeah yeah I think I think they're definitely at a spot where it's like. I think there's not like they could still get into the playoffs, but is it even worth it if you can? Would you rather than like try to sneak in with what they have, or get rid of a couple of things, miss, and you've got some assets now going into next year? Like I, I think,
1: you- I, yeah, I think you have to you have to look at it and you have to see how like how much the arms race is picked up, especially in the Eastern Conference, and you're you're probably just in a situation where it's like. Not worth it. Not worth yeah. it. Yeah. Even if you do make it, not going to happen. Yeah. Um, like, if you make it, you're going to play Boston in the first round. Which, as we know,
0: you know they've done well against them. Uh, Although, that's which the big love with Boston. I know, I I, Boston. And I know they, that. You know, and they've added Tyler Bertuzzi and, you know, it's a different team.
1: Yeah. Um, so, going to be real, real interesting to see.
0: Yeah. In terms of uh, the players left remaining coming into the trade deadline, I thought, um i'll just run through them real quick and i'll say a name you tell me you think they're getting traded they stay and if they are getting traded where they're going just off the top of your head as quick as can be okay minimal thought i'm looking for no okay. thought process all right number one, one two can-
1: three yes no
0: okay well yeah but if you say yes tell me where okay. throw it a team james van Reamsteck. no i say no to no way anyone wants that contract
1: and Brock- philadelphia
0: yeah. Brock Besser. No. I'd say no as well. Contract's an issue. And uh, I,
1: I just think that you want to know what his name has been out there for so long that if any if nobody's bit thus far, I, I don't see yeah. it happening. I'm going to
0: say no or underwhelming return. Or my two options there. Um, Joel Edmondson. Yes. Where? For a bag of pucks. But where? Who, who's giving them the pucks?
1: Uh, the the only one I've heard so far is Edmonton, and I, I I sure hope that Edmonton does not do that.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna say he will get moved, and I'm gonna say a little bit south of Edmonton. I think Calgary wants him. I heard that too. I, Cause, I, I, cause, I and, uh, yeah. Because I when I look at Joel Edmonton, I see like a Daryl Sutter player. That's just oh, one hundred percent right. He's, All right, he's a good, he's a good locker room presence though. Exactly, and you can never have too many of those. All right, next up, they and need that. Panthers legend, Dmitry Kulikov from the Anaheim Ducks. Yes. Where's he going?
1: Uh, I don't know. New Jersey?
0: All right. I'll say he goes back to Buffalo. Do they need him? No. Um, Number five, John Klingberg. Uh, No. I'll say Yes. Carolina. I, I... but he has to go through someone else to get retained. He's going to go, he's going to go to Columbus and then Carolina. Like
1: the, the big advantage there is he is a one year deal.
0: Yeah. It's a pure rental. Yeah. But you can't purely rent him at seven mil. So he's got to get filtered through somewhere. Exactly. You got to wander him. Um, JT Miller. No, I would say no as well. Contract. No chance. And player. Um, Max Domi's been traded. He was on this list. Philip Zedina.
1: No. I don't think think Detroit should give up on him this early.
0: I think he does get moved. Most guys just want stuff to happen. What do you think
1: the return is going to look like?
0: The return? Um, A pick and a middle-of-the-road prospect, and he's going to go to Dallas. That happens. I'm an insider. Um, Jakob Brana.
1: No. Just because of how much she's gone through.
0: Yeah, I'm going to say no too. Just let let the guy chill here.
1: Yeah, exactly. Let him marinate for a bit.
0: Yeah, uh Justin Hall.
1: God. no. Especially after getting absolutely
0: dummied by s- Ryan nugent Dummied. <laughs> I
1: I was trying to think of an appropriate way to say that. Um no, no, by RNH. Like that was just embarrassing.
0: Very embarrassing. I think he does get moved and I think he gets moved to the Toronto Marlies. Uh, cheating. Connor, Connor Shiri.
1: Uh, I don't even, like, is he on Pittsburgh? No, uh, he's on Washington?
0: He's on Washington. Uh, Connor Shiri, 30 points this year, 62 games, 1.5 million. I, UFA. I,
1: I, actually, I'll say yes. All right, where? Uh, let's, let's do Carolina.
0: I'll say yes, and I think Winnipeg.
1: Winnipeg yeah. never does anything, by the way
0: mean they traded someone
1: they you brought in a writer
0: exactly blockbuster exactly and then you bring in connor Sheary, who i'm assuming is friends with nate schmidt based Just on their time be. i don't even know if they overlap in washington or not uh nick Steeler from the flyers
1: uh no i i yes but i couldn't tell you team
0: i'm gonna say no the flyers can't afford to lose a guy like nick Steeler. Uh, Jordan Greenway no um let me just look at the contract before I say three mil two years left I'll say yes Buffalo he just well,
1: Buffalo's in a legit situation where they might make the playoffs though yeah yeah they're in the mix that's why I'm, I'm rooting for them
0: I'm 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 saying Buffalo they're gonna be in the mix they're they're gonna go for it why not um, hold on. I changed tabs. I lost the list. Okay, I'm back. Uh, Andre or Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, no. I'm gonna say no too. I've seen him get dealt the deadline before. It doesn't work out well. Yeah. Um, Sean Monahan.
1: No. Because of the the injury. Yeah, I'm gonna say he moves. Nobody knows IR. what's happening. Um, yeah, that I think that that the Gary Bettman statement was exactly towards Gustav Nyquist and Sean Monaghan. But Gustav Nyquist seems to think that he's going to be back.
0: He does, he does seem to think he's going to be back. He, I don't think he's right. Um, next up, okay, real quick Adam Henrique.
1: No, really, I oh. I don't know what his contract is like. I'd have to look it up that oh, you, you sure. have to do off the top of my head.
0: Uh, oh, I have the contract here. One year at $5.8 No,
1: no chance.
0: Yeah, I'm going to say no chance either. I, I was going to say yes until I, I saw that number. James Reimer. No. I'm going to say yes. He's coming home to Toronto. Game seven, James Reimer. Um, Warren Fogle. Uh, yes. All right, where's he going?
1: Back to Carolina. Really, does
0: Carolina have any cap room now? Because it got cost despair.
1: I don't think so, and I didn't Uh, love that move for Carolina either.
0: It's just like it's kind of a hat on a hat. No, like do you need this? (laughs) I don't know. To me, like I always when I do these things, I kind of just think of like a player wearing like another team's jersey. I could see Warren Fogle on Long Island.
1: Oh yeah, that's a good one.
0: Right, that that's it for me. If he's gonna go anywhere, there, Alex Kerfoot.
1: No because i think that uh like Dubas has already done the necessary steps to keep him.
0: Yeah, i'm going to say no, they're
1: just going to let it ride. Uh Cam Talbot. No. I think Although i would love to see them get traded to um i would love to see him get traded to uh Toronto. Yeah, that would be solid. He's
0: exactly what they need. Nick Benino. No. Really? Okay. I think Nick Bonino you know, gets wandered through several organizations and lines up with uh, Tampa Tampa Light. Just based on I think that's that's a fit. I can see that. Yeah. Uh Nick Schmaltz. No. I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna change one my previous answers.
1: Uh he's coming back in the Warren Vogel deal. Warren Vogel's going to Arizona. Um I, I'm just I'm very skeptical of Arizona trading away any like decent guys anymore just because of the like retained salary situation that they can't retain anymore.
0: I know, and you kinda have to retain on Nick Schmaltz. Even though I still think yeah. he's decent value at five point
1: eight. I he's he's a good hockey player, I
0: think. I really like Nick Schmaltz. I think he's yeah. crafty. I think he is like dollar store Mitch Marner, right? And Clayton Keller's Walmart Mitch Marner. <laughs> that is, I'm not wrong, I, I know I'm not, not wrong. wrong. You're not wrong. Um, Vlad Nomestikov, he's already been moved once.
1: Uh, if Mike Greer can make it happen, I think so.
0: Uh, I think he's getting a letter on his jersey. I think he's staying.
1: <laughs> he's been on so many teams already. I think he, he goes to
0: Buffalo. Oh, I like that. Okay. Connor Garland. No. I don't think you can move that contract.
1: I, and I don't think a playoff team is looking for a Connor Garland.
0: They might be He's gotten some bite, but not at 4.95. Yeah. Alright, your favorite.
1: John Gibson. God, no. Now. It, I think when... the I think the ask is too high. But it's also like,
0: how can they ask be high when he's got four years left at 6.4 and has been like pretty bad? That is true. I think, I think, like who needs a goalie? No one anymore. Everyone's kind of made their goalie move. Maybe Seattle? Did that that I actually division? thought
1: of Seattle. Because Drieger's like, gone. Martin Jones is probably not it. De- like, yeah, definitely not it.
0: Like, that's the only team I could see making a move for him.
1: Exactly. And I,
0: but it's in the division. I don't know if they do it.
1: Yeah, I um,
0: don't think so. Speaking of Seattle, don't know why he's on here. Carson Susie do they move him? No. No, nah, I think you got to let it ride with Seuss. Right? Like, he's integral to their team. He
1: really is. Exactly. So I think, yeah, he stays. Colton Perico. Interesting one. Um, I don't think so. I think his contract is going to be tough to move. How many years does he have left? Do you know, they don't. I'm just right. going purely no, 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 based no, off no. of instinct.
0: Okay, so we got seven years left. <laughs> Six point five. <laughs> right. Now, with that being said, there's a I, I actually I really like Colton Preco cool. I think there's a lot to like. Um.
1: oh yeah, me too. But I I think there's a lot not to like on the contract.
0: Nah, I think they could take. Okay, wait, I'm taking it back. I'm t- I'm taking it back. Colton Pareko's okay. going to Edmonton. Warren Fogle's going to St. Louis. Uh, or I, I would love him in Florida. Like, he didn't cost
1: 6.5. Yeah, like maybe Carrico... Mark Stahl and like just to pay Bobrovsky like $7 million but not take him just because.
0: What if you did Colton Pareko in a Sam Reinhardt deal? Wh- Caps match see, up. See, I don't,
1: I don't think, I don't think St. Louis would do that. They want picks. They want futures.
0: Throw in on, throw on a prospect.
1: I, I don't know if Florida really has anybody that would be of interest to St. You, Louis. You can't.
0: You've been gassing up Noel for like a decade, and now you're now you're. <laughs> you got to wait
1: on that guy. <laughs> You've got to let it ride. what
0: if it was like like what if it was like I know Flores and no Water defensive prospects, but what if it was like John Ludwig? It's not a huge, huge prospect. Probably,
1: not, on, probably not. To be honest, probably not. To be honest,
0: they get rid of they get last like, like, years. They have to pay someone six point five million. It's fair, but. Colton Perico, I think, is exactly the type of defenseman the Panthers would need. He is, and I'm actually not making this up, Noah. He is six foot six.
1: How tall is Ekblad? I swear Ekblad is 6'5.
0: He is not. He there's, looks 6'5. There is no chance. I'm gonna look it up right now. I'm gonna guess
1: Aaron Ekblad's 6'3. Or yeah, 6'4". I was gonna go 6'3.
0: Well, you did, you can't see you were gonna go 6'3 when you said he's 6'4". He looks 6'5. That's because he's, he's wearing skates, Noah.
1: <laughs> Same thing.
0: Um, but I'm telling you, listen, Colton Prick. Let me tell you, let me give you the cell on Colton Perico. Listen, he grew up playing hockey in Fort McMurray. Now, that is a tough town, Noah. That breeds toughness. If you can make it in Fort Mac, you can
1: make it in South Beach. I'm not disagreeing with you here. I just don't think it's... I don't think St. Louis would do it for what we're talking about.
0: But how much value does he even have at that
1: contract? I think more than what we're discussing. I don't know. I mean, he's 29. That contract takes him to
0: 36. I know. Seven, maybe. I don't know when his birthday is. May 12th. Then do you really
1: want that contract? You're kind of talking six, six. Me out of he's the six, deal six, now. He's 6'6. We're going to go in an absolute circle here because, yeah, he's 6'6. Six, six. That's why he has value. Yeah, but he's but he's 29, so the contract's yeah. <laughs> down.
0: Uh. I'm telling you. How good would he look on a pairing with Josh Mahura? You can't tell me you wouldn't pay your hard-earned money to go to FLA Live Arena to watch that pairing play. I really would. What are other teams going to do against that pairing? If if he doesn't, if Colton Prigo doesn't bury you in the glass, you get by him. Oh, no, there's Josh Mahura with the swift feet. You're done. You're cooked. It's over. I agree. So, all right, I'm going to say he ends up in Florida Edmonton, two very different climates.
1: Maybe, maybe Minnesota. Third too. Line center. I'm gonna throw Minnesota. I'm gonna throw in like ten teams.
0: He's gonna stay, but like,
1: <laughs> well, um, but so it's... Minnesota for Matt Dumba. Ooh, I like that. Oh, Matt Dumba to the Panther. <laughs>
0: no, he's not 6'6", though. Nah, but you understand. This guy grew up in Alberta, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> he grew up on the. He grew up, you know, slinging hay on the farm, maybe. Maybe. You know, getting up 6
1: a.m. Maybe. You can't teach that, eh? You're just born into it. Yeah, you, you can't teach. You know,
0: the good old hardworking farm lifestyle. Um, But, yeah, anyways, we'll see. Deadline tomorrow. Realistically, not much is going to happen. Um, But we'll see. That does it for this one. Um, we'll be back next Thursday. We're going to do a recap episode talking about Trades that went down on the day of the deadline, if any. If not, I guess we'll just do more recap and talk more Panthers hockey.
1: God knows we can.
0: Yeah, we can do it. Um, But, yeah, thank you so much to everyone tuning and listening. Uh, And, yeah, we'll see you next week.